This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because girls have plenty. Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into the prime to be the role models, dreams, and voices. About to show these boys how we do it. Higher, further, faster, baby. It's not about deserve. I'm not an owl! A girl has no name. There is something supernatural at work here. It's about what you believe. Did I step on your mom? The Guardian Lemusa. Now on. You do as I do. You may the odds be ever in your favor. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Welcome to Geek Herring, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk the good and the bad parts of being a chick in a male-dominated environment. Hi, I'm Amanda, and with me today is my awesome, hilarious, wonderful, and full of magical hands co-host Monica. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Um, I'm sorry about that. I didn't even know how it came to this now, but here we are. Shaking your fingers in front of a face. I think you started this. I did start this, and then you cracked me up by doing it right back (laughs) at me. It just just broke me a little bit. It was funny. I mean, it looked like something that needed an answer, a similar answer. So (laughs) so I did it. It was was good. I think, um, you know, if we were playing charades or Simon Says or something, like, we would, you, you would win, hands down. But what would I be explaining? Nothing. Simon says is like you do something and then the other person copies you. Uh, what? Simon says? Is that a game? Yeah, Simon says hop on one foot and everyone hops on one foot. But that's Sim- not a game. Simon that's says just some magic random hands. bullshit, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, basically. Like, it's not really a game. Like, we call it silent post. I don't think that's what you call it in. It's not what we call I've never heard of anything called that. That's when you lying. whisper a word in someone else's ear and it has to go the rounds and it has oh, to come back. Oh, we call that right? telephone. Oh, we call it silent post. Well, silent no, we, mail. We call it telephone. I think that's what we call it. Telephone. Interesting. Isn't it? Isn't it? I'm always so fascinated, fascinated by cultural difference, differences in games and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Or food or beverages or pretty much anything. It's just so interesting. All the things, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are we doing today, Amanda? Tell us. Tell me. Tell everyone. We are going back, if I can lift up the box, to ask deep questions round two. Perfect. You may We've... remember round one from one of our first ever episodes that we recorded on Twitch almost a year ago. Oh, was it? Yeah. I know it was forever ago, but I didn't check it out and didn't look it up when or where or whatever. But I remember we've did it and <laughs> uh, uh, and yeah, we've done it. It's all grammar is all out the window today. I'm sorry about that. What is grammar? What is grammar? What is life? Yeah, we don't know. Don't know her. Don't know her. Um, so we're using um, Ask Deep Questions from the official Ask Deep Questions. Uh, company, which is a Canadian-based company, um, and it's forty-eight questions on 40, cards. What for? Oh, oh, no, we're not answering all forty-eight questions. No, uh, we're not. No, um, forty-eight questions, and yeah, we're gonna get through as many as we can in like I don't know half an hour. Cool beans. Yeah, the difference this time is that I have shuffled them, so we're just like pulling random ones. Have we not done this be- the last time? No, we did not shuffle them last time. We just had them in their piles. Oh, okay. 
I don't remember any of that. So there are three categories. There is curious, which are the easy questions. The brave, which you're stepping your toes out into that, like, vulnerability. But not quite as vulnerable as the vulnerable questions. Ooh. We might cry. Will we? I don't know. I don't know. We will see. We'll see. I don't remember the vulnerable questions the last time. I don't think I cried. But when do I even cry? Anyway. Anyway. Sometimes yeah. a good cry is necessary. I That's like true. the cries I have in every Grey's Anatomy episode. Mm. <laughs> every freaking one. Those are good cries. And the This Is Us episodes, they always make you cry. Oh, yeah. I need to check. I need to catch up on those on those episodes I haven't for a while. I've only seen like the first, almost all of the season. Oh, only the I first? Cry. Yeah, I haven't, haven't gotten... Um, further because it wasn't available on UK Netflix until quite recently and I haven't had a chance to get through all of my TV watching. Nice. Shit. Uh, so yeah. Would you like to go first or shall I go first? Either is fine with me. You go ahead. I will ask you the first question. Um, that's what I just said. You go ahead and you said you will oh, ask me. I thought me. you meant you go ahead and ask me. A, or, no, okay. no. You, you answer the first question. Okay. What is the most memorable gift you've ever received? Oh, I don't know. Well, when I was 10, 9 or 10, I really wanted a marionette doll. Um, you mean the ones on the strings? No, not a marionette. Oh, my goodness. What are they called? I, I, was, I was kind of into porcelain dolls. It was the oh. 90s. Weird. Um, and I, marionette's not the right word, but it was like black and white um pantomime like, yeah no no now i'm like why did i start this story <laughs> continue the story we can feel in the the blank of the which doll it is in the end oh my goodness there do you know how many porcelain dolls there are on the internet a lot there is a lot there is a lot yeah um a f this is a shit story i'm sorry i broke us all <laughs> First question, I'm like, worst storytelling ever. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> and I wanted one so badly um, because I just thought that they were the prettiest things. And um, I don't know. I just really wanted one. So for Christmas 1995... Um, my parents got me one, and I remember sneaking down to the living room at 4 a.m. and seeing it all oh my set God, out. that's terrifying. Oh, it's fucking terrifying. I don't know what the fuck was wrong with nine-year-old Amanda. Yeah, Loved I don't it. Know. Loved it. Total, total like, nightmare fuel. Um, yep. And it was it was really cool because I, then I had to pretend that um, I hadn't already snuck downstairs at 4 a.m. to see it. That is <laughs> it's a fucking terrifying piece of of doll oh my god yeah um my 30th birthday present from tom was also really 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 memorable um and less terrifying hopefully <laughs> yeah um he treated me to a weekend away or two nights away at a really fancy hotel um like three hours from here and we had like bed and breakfast and dinners all sorted and it was like super fancy and we had a jacuzzi in the room Ooh. and like it was a su superior room and the bed was gigantic and we drank champagne and orange juice in the bathtub and um it was amazing that was very memorable and like way less creepy than creepy masquerade doll hopefully i mean yeah. nice it was nice good one yeah okay that's my real answer the first one was uh was a practice 
The first one was a practice. <laughs> I wouldn't even know how to answer this question because honestly, I just just don't remember things That's like that. Okay, because you get the next question, so great. I'm just, I'm glad that I didn't get that one because I, it was hard. I was like, like really panicking. hard. <laughs> I cannot totally understand because wouldn't know. Yeah. Um, okay. Are you ready for your question? Yes. If you had to give a talk about something you're not known for, what would it be? Not known for? Not so known many for. things that I. Oh, does that mean what? No, hang on. How is this question? How is the question intended? A random topic that I would be able to give a talk on, and people don't know that I would be able to give a talk on that. Is that the question? Yes, that's the question. So, like, it oh. wouldn't be like you giving a talk about geek feminism. It'd be a talk about you giving a talk about. Yeah, but it's also not just a random topic that I would give a talk on, like astrophysics or something. That's right. Not it would be something that you can that give a talk I can on. actually give a talk on. Yeah. Well, that's also a difficult question. <laughs> um oh that's a difficult question what would i be able to give a talk on that people don't expect me to give a talk on i am such a fucking open book and no tom it's not freaking skiing it should be no it's not <laughs> it could can you i did ski but i did this you could give a talk on how much you hate lord of the rings <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did that all already. <laughs> There's no other talk, additional talk necessary. I feel all the things I already, I would be able to give a talk on are the things that, that everybody knows about me. Because I'm not very secretive, am I? No. Um, <laughs> um, um, fucking hell. I don't know. Honestly, I wouldn't. I don't know. I, I, you know everything about me. I think you could give a talk on how to groom your dog at home. And that's not going to be a great one because it number didn't say one, it had to be a great talk. It oh. just said it had to be a talk, Monica. Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> yes, I could do that. And then people would sue me for like I don't know animal torture, or animal cruelty, or whatever because it's just not great. Yeah, but yes, let's how, do how that. How to store... I can actually give a talk about everything related to poodles. That's something I could give a talk about. Maybe would, let's do that. I would go to it. I would bring popcorn and poodles. That, that, I'm excited about that. Poodle is the superior breed, I'm telling you all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I heard the superior breed is a cat. Well, that's a different... Not a breed. That's a different kind of animal. But you know, Poo and Poodles by by Moni Rabenpooer. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, and i I can give a I can give a talk about how much I think that the Doodle situation is overrated, just because people are not willing to accept that Poodles are the superior dogs and they're not grandparents' dogs, and that's why they deserve more recognition. That's what I can talk about. <laughs> Here for it. Look, all dogs are superior, okay? I know. It's everybody's own dog is superior. And whatever breed you have, then that's the one. Exactly. 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 Show me your next question that I will answer you, ask okay. you. It's a vulnerable one. Oh, great. Ugh. If oh. you were to die today, what would you most regret? Mm. Wow, that's deep. Deep shit. No wonder this game is called Ask Deep Questions. <laughs> <laughs> um... Wow, if I were to die today, I would most regret not eating more vegan cheese. 
Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it would probably, uh, my, my regrets are probably, like, be cheese-related, vegan cheese-related. Um, not eating more of it, not having more cheese toasties, not having more delicious pizza, not flying around the world and trying all of their vegan cheeses. Um, I mean, that's a nice cop-out answer. <laughs> well, I don't have an awful lot of regrets. I mean, that's um, good. So maybe I would also regret never having seen Machu Picchu. Mm-hmm. But that's not That's not over yet, is it? Well, if I was if I was to die today, oh today, okay, I yeah, would, okay, which is what the question says. Oh, sorry, like, I forgot the question already. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to die today, what would you most regret? Oh. Not having seen Machu Picchu, okay, that would yeah, be a sorry. big one. Um, not eating enough vegan cheese. Um, not seeing the sunrise over Silent Valley, mm-hmm. which is a like really gorgeous walk in Northern Ireland. No. Um, yeah, that's that's um, that's what I would regret. Nice. Yep. I do what I want to do, more or less. Not bad. So. If the, your biggest regret is too little cheese, then I mean, then you've won in life. Yeah. There we go. Nice one. Nice. So I'll ask you yours. It's a curious one. Okay. Okay. How have your priorities changed over the years? <sighs> How have my priorities changed over the years? Well, I feel the older you get, the less fucks you give. <laughs> um and the more you're the more the older you get you the less you try to please everyone which is bullshit because i constantly try to please everyone but it 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 comes with a whole lot of still giving more fuck like giving less fucks um and a lot of the things are not dependent on other people at the same time Mm -hmm. So your priorities change. You don't do things because people tell you that you need to do them. You do them because you decide to do them. And I feel that's that's an entire, that's a different drive that your life gets when you decide to step out of norms and do things differently as everybody else is doing them. I feel that's uh, that's where my priorities shifted because... Up until I was 25, I was convinced I was going to get married and have kids and I'm going to have a big ass wedding. And even when I was still was already together with a weirdo, I was like, this is all going to happen. And the older I got, the more I was like, but this is not at all anything like me. I'm not like that. I don't like to dance. I don't I don't like to be dressed up as a little snowman dancing around in the princess dress and and it's not nothing nothing about this is anything like me and so that's why should this be a priority in my life so that's my decision that I don't when I don't want to do this and that I when I feel that my relationship is just as valuable um, as any other relationship even though I have a uh, even though I don't have a piece of paper that confirms that. Well, today we're questioning all of that. <laughs> but in general, <laughs> that's my general understanding. Um, so, yeah. And then I can do it wh- however the fuck I want. And I feel that shifts priorities when you can, when you are able to decide what you want to do. Also, it just, some shit just, doesn't bother me as much anymore that doesn't mean that nothing is bothering me the older i get but it's all it's just yeah some things don't even make me angry anymore so that's great that that is a huge priority shift for sure Mm -hmm. that's my answer that's a good answer Hmm? okay 
What is one funny or embarrassing moment you remember from high school? <laughs> well, it's great hilarious. that it comes up today, isn't it? <laughs> I know, because Monica and I were talking this morning, um, trying to find embarrassing pictures for um, posting in, in a Discord that we're both in. And <laughs> I was like... I'm not really overly embarrassed. Like, I don't embarrass easy. I don't find old pictures of myself embarrassing. And Money was like, me too. Um, and um, so, yeah, an embarrassing, a funny or embarrassing moment from high school. I mean, at least you have two choices. It's funny or embarrassing. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be embarrassing. Oh, I think I used that, that answer before. I definitely talked about the time that I dressed up as a dominatrix for Halloween. But that was a thing. That was maybe pretty embarrassing. Um, yeah, that is maybe one of my more embarrassing moments. Because looking back, I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe I did that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's hard to define embarrassing. Honestly, I wouldn't know what would it be embarrassing. I know. Like, I can't think of any any times. Um, I, I hit my friend in the face uh, while we were walking down the hall once. Like, I just kind of whipped my hand out and to the right and hit her in the face square on the nose and gave her a nosebleed <laughs> what <laughs> i mean that's more unfortunate than anything else yeah um yeah that, that sucked um yeah probably the time that i dressed up as a dominatrix um borrowed a friend's horse whip had a sex slave um i got on stage at the at the uh halloween costume competition and was just like i'm a sex slave and loretta is my sex I'm a, I'm a dominatrix and Loretta's my sex slave and like seven, 16 years old and I went around whipping people with that horse whip like all day long. <laughs> I mean, that's not embarrassing. That's just a fucking it's, mood. Yeah, it really, it's not like very, um, very embarrassing, but <laughs> I, when I was on the rugby team, I, um, I, I'm a very slow runner, but I was very good at like reading the field. And even though I played scrum half, I never actually got to play because I was too slow. And one of the coaches loved me, and one of the coaches was like, "She's too fucking slow." Um, so <laughs> she's too fucking slow. Way too, way too slow. And then the one coach who loved me was like, "But she reads the field so well." And he was like, "I don't care. She's too slow." And anyways, so I was like the third one on the scrum half like roster. And the first two got injuries, so they had to put me in. And like oh, he was, sucks. he was not happy about it. Um, and uh, uh, um, the whole like it was all fine. I was kind of caught up with um, with the team, and then all of a sudden, like they were on the other side of the field, and I was all on my own on the other like well on the other side of the field and like i just i wasn't even running yet and i fell over <laughs> well, that's just like landed one. landed on the field and was like there's well what did i trip on like there's nothing here i wasn't even moving i'm just on the floor that's a good one i like yeah that, that was one. a good one it was a good one yeah <laughs> wow uh, should see in chat that her best friend said my most embarrassing moment started when i was born <laughs> Oh gosh. Wild. Okay. I'm going to ask you one. Cool. And, um, okay. When have you felt most alone? Oh, when have I felt most alone? When have I felt most alone? <laughs> Debs in chat said, How long do you have? <laughs> what a mood for 2020. <laughs> what, a, what a fucking mood for 2020, honestly. 
when when did I feel most alone? I mean, alone. There are so many times that you can feel like alone. You can feel alone in a group of people and and not feel that you fit. So so it's just. Um, but I I wouldn't say that that like I I would I would pick out two things where I would say I would have felt most alone. So the first one was when I the boyfriend I had before the weirdo um was very specific <laughs> let's just say that and um we've been together for a bit and we've spent like most of the time together I was already almost solely staying at his place um but at some point I had to, like he wasn't very committal let's is that a word committal so after a certain amount of time together he often needed some kind of uh breaks um and it was like a good half a year that we've already spent like most of our time together and then after that after a holiday to Helsinki we um then came back home and then that's when when he needed to be alone again so now i was already kind of emotionally moved out of where of of my parents house back then um but I had to go back into the apartment, right? And my mother is also not quite stupid. So she was um, like constantly asking, does he need some alone time again? So it felt like I didn't. And when I told her then that I wanted to move out to get the flat, even though like I had my entire flat in our house at the top, um, because I couldn't, because the feeling was awkward, like just going back to the place where you've grown up in and it just made you fall. It felt like a huge step backwards. And then she was super personally offended. And that was the first time in my life I didn't really feel that my parents were had, had my back in a way, and that was super awkward. Like it, that, where, where, where it felt like I kind of lost some support that that I felt was kind of always there. Um, that made me feel really alone in a way because the partner that I was with didn't give a shit, didn't give enough shit about me at the time, and my parents were, or my mother, because father doesn't really, yeah, whatever. Um, um, and so that was a really weird stage in my life where it felt like super out of balance with any everything. And the one where I also felt the other one where I felt most alone was definitely the time after my mother has died, uh, after my mother died, because it felt like the entire family situation was just totally like falling apart it wasn't and she was like this melting point of everything like she was the one who held all the things together and so losing her was kind of losing everything attached to it um and i didn't get a lot of support for the, the things that were important to me during that that entire funeral situation and i felt i had to fight that shit all out on my own and nobody looked after me look after me never mind um so that was just something where and i mean the weirdo was there and he was supporting me through it obviously so that was not that i felt like alone as if i had no one behind no one that was there for me but he couldn't solve the issues that i had then so that's just that 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 was just something where i felt super alone because i lost things i thought i had forever like obviously you don't have all these things forever but yeah so that that is just a weird place of emptiness and loneliness that came after um but yeah i'm i'm otherwise good at keeping myself company i feel i'm generally 
independent enough to be like, I do my own shit, whatever. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that would be my answer. <laughs> Thanks for getting real vulnerable with that vulnerable question. I don't have so many. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I just make it up with a stupid joke as per usual. Of course you do. Of course I do. Of course you do. Well, thanks. Thanks anyways. It was lots of love for that. Thank you very much, friends. You don't have to worry about me. It's a long time gone. Okay. Here's mine. Show me. What do you value most in a friendship? Mm, someone with a really good ass. <laughs> Can't do this. Fuck you. <laughs> Did I spit it out? Did I spit it back into the bottle? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that, was, that was, I don't even know. Did that go anywhere? <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, gosh. Case in point, you know, no, somebody that um, you, I can, you can have a laugh with, someone that you can trust, is, like someone that you can have, like, deep conversations with while also making them spit out their water or wine or whatever they're drinking. <laughs> it's water. Um, it's, that, it's that balance of like openness, vulnerability, ability to share and also like just being able to kick back, laugh and like talk about anything. Good like, answer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I was a good answer is definitely positive as well, I suppose. <laughs> absolutely i'm not the one with the great ass but there we go <laughs> yeah you know i wouldn't hang out with you though if you had like a shit ass so it's fine. <laughs> <coughs> uh, sorry oh dear oh dear <sighs> uh <laughs> you're welcome everyone i will also say that um uh what 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 was the question um what do you value most in a friendship? A friend that will send you a message on your birthday and say, what's your address? I want to mail you sex toys for your birthday. <laughs> also, also a very good, very valuable friendship. <laughs> uh, it was me. I will answer. I will just say that uh, up front. It wasn't me. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't you. <laughs> but it's, uh, I have a feeling we know the person. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're in a Discord... Uh, you know the person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a good so, one. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so that's uh, so good. Okay. Um, my question to you. What is one crucial ingredient for true happiness? Oh, fuck this question. This is an easy one. Is it? Not for me. <laughs> well, can you ask it me again? Sure. What is one crucial ingredient for true happiness? Everybody in chat says a good ass. It's not wrong. <laughs> Burrito. Burritos. Mm -hmm. One ingredient for true happiness. <sighs> Hummus. Penis. <laughs> not I'm, for Monica. <laughs> well, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's great if it's there, but it's pff, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, don't need to sit on it. I can. <laughs> okay. Just don't. If there's cake, then I'll have the cake. Um, anyway. Uh, one. Well, I think we all have this. We all know what we want. Well, we don't always listen. And we don't always do it. 
So it's listen and do more of what you want, but don't be a dick about it. Like some people are sometimes. <laughs> but no. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, and I agree with with, with Jinx in chat. It's laughter is also mm -hmm. very important. Like if there is no fun, then what's the point? It's true. So so I can't uh, I do not really understand people who are so serious all the time. Then it's because I'm absolutely not serious at all. So I'm rather not serious at all than absolutely fucking serious all the time. But yeah, but my real answer is listen more to what you want and do it and do more of what you want to. That's love. my answer. Love, 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 love that answer. But and also have fun. Oh, but yeah. All the fun. It's a good answer. Sorry, the cards were... I was holding two and I couldn't seem to get them <laughs> held together. Um, what is a piece of advice you have received that you were glad to take? That's also a tough question. That is a tough question. I'm like, hello, you're a curious one? <laughs> um, well, to be very Canadian, don't eat yellow snow. That's a very <laughs> important piece of advice. <laughs> Don't eat yellow snow. It's like probably the best advice ever because as a child, I loved to eat snow. Um, like it was, it, it, it's just, it's a very enjoyable past. Like if it snows, you just want to eat it, right? I think um, I also sucked on a lot of snow when I was a kid. Like if we got decent snow here, I would still eat it. Um, I'm not, I'm not even joking at all. Like I love snow. Um, so don't eat yellow snow. Genuinely amazing advice. Um, I was glad to take that 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 part of advice. Um, on a more serious note, my high school fantasy English teacher um, told me that I write the way that I speak, and it makes my writing really accessible. And to never lose it, nice. Um, like never, never don't write that way. Like keep that way of my writing um, forever. Nice. And I was like, oh, thanks. So I've always kept that in my mind. And I'm never like super personal with like, or super professional with my writing, like to a degree. But there's always that personality. There's always that like talking element. There's always something mm -hmm. else in there. Like it's not just like, hello, to whom it may concern. To whom it may concern, sincerely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like there's a time and place. But mm. like if I'm, if I'm writing, it's from the heart and it's how I talk. Mm. That's a good one. I saw a really interesting tweet the other day that basically touched exactly on that, that it was a bit in connection to ADHD or something. Uh, how I ADHD, saw that tweet yeah, as well. Um, and how much more lively the actual writing is if if, if you write like this than if mm -hmm. it's like squeezed into that box of officialness and seriousness and how much it loses. Yeah. Yeah, it's better that way. Mm. More fun. Well, good. for me, like, yeah. if, yeah. But yeah, I good would advice. ask you, yours, it was good advice. She's a, she was a good teacher. I'm, I'm friends with her on Facebook. Oh, Very nice. Yeah. <clears throat> if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? <sighs> Fuck me. <laughs> if I would change one thing about myself, what would it be? <sighs> I would like to be more confident. And it might come as a surprise to people, I suppose. <laughs> because I talk so much shit all the time and feel like I'm super confident. But I am really not. Um, 
there are so many things where I'm constantly like questioning myself and and but yeah there are so many occasions where I just I think I hold myself back a lot because I don't trust myself or I don't think I deserve it so it's a combination of like being less insecure and being more confident I don't know if those two go together um and and maybe just trusting that I'm not the worst person on the planet even though I think I am <laughs> so you're not I mean yeah and people say that but that doesn't necessarily sink in you're you know? not make me a sandwich bitch <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good <laughs> yeah yeah i think that would be it if i could change i mean if we go into the physical aspect then we can just wipe out everything and start over and mold my, my mold a new cake or something but that's that's i don't think that's what the question entailed so <laughs> let's just say um yeah that would be it i like your cake i don't even know what a cake actually is is it the, is it the ass or is it the I think it's an ass, but I just meant like the entire. If you if you were analogying your body to a cake, then I'm telling you that I like your cake. No, okay, well, thank you. I Go don't make like me a sandwich, my cake. Bitch. <laughs> I can make you a sandwich. <laughs> Gluten free bread, extra vegan cheese. Thanks. No problem. We talked about the vegan cheese before. I'll make sure you have enough vegan cheese going forward. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. <laughs> What would you change about the way you were raised? Whoa. 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 <laughs> Whoa, that's a question. Um Wow. What would you change about the way you were raised? That's like a wild one. I would not change anything. Well, bless you. Um I am really fortunate to have had a wonderful upbringing with parents that loved me a lot and gave me a lot of freedom and autonomy and like let me make my own decisions and um like it, it was it was really wonderful I, I was listened to I was supported I was held I was played with I had a wonderful childhood a wonderful teenage years and I and they're still raising me and I'm 35 years old um <laughs> and I don't mean that like I'm still a child I'm just saying like I'm still in that supportive held space and I'm I'm very privileged I'm very lucky and I'm very aware of that and I wouldn't change anything because it was it was it was great mm. so that that that's it I wouldn't change anything about the way I was raised maybe like maybe um I would have really liked to have had a Nintendo 64 <laughs> <laughs> You're sliding in with a with a with a with a yeah with the good ones today. <laughs> you know, but that's it. That's all I would change. Hmm. But I mean, it I only wanted a Nintendo 64 so that I could play Super Mario 64, which mm -hmm. I got on the Switch like what 2 weeks ago. So really like you missed out on that. Yes. I know. I did I did miss out on it, but I got it now. So, it's okay. It's okay. So that's my answer. I wouldn't change anything. When did you not speak up, but you knew you really should have? Oh, fuck me. Fuck this fucking question. Oh, <laughs> fuck this shit. You're definitely getting the harder ones, tonight, <sighs> even though I think we've had a fairly even split of colors. <laughs> when have I not spoken? I feel like there are so many occasions that I haven't spoken out. I mean, I should have. Like, <laughs> exactly. As Wobby says, let me get the list. There are 
<laughs> it's just a combination of the times I didn't speak up for myself. There, I can't even count how many number of times I didn't speak up for myself because... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Is it just because you're standing in the fucking post office and somebody crosses you in the line and you just let shit happen like this? So, and you just had let everybody treat you like shit. And those are all the times that you don't speak up. And it's all, and it, when it starts with you, there isn't, and you don't speak up for yourself, there isn't even room to speak up for other people. Like, <sighs> I can't even say I had so many occasions where I where I saw something happening in front of me and that didn't speak up because of it, because I'm yeah I don't know I haven't been out I haven't been out much you know, <laughs> um, but it's definitely in so many and I still don't like in so many moments in my life I'm like not speaking up for for me like that's the biggest. I'm not speaking up for me and I I might be speaking up for every for other people. I might be speaking up for friends. I might be able to to go into fucking battle if somebody treats my friends the wrong way. You can have me first row with my with my pitchfork and be all like, "How dare the fuck you did that to the people I care about?" But yeah, everybody can treat me like trash. That's totally fine. Um so but yeah, it, it also takes away so much from the power. Like you give up so much power by not doing that. Then you end up not being able to speak up for other things that are also important to you, I feel. And it doesn't mean that I'm never ever speaking up for things I don't care about. But it's also, yeah, I don't know. It's dif more difficult than it when you're already used to having this practice of speaking up for yourself i feel that it comes more natural and more habitual the more you speak up for yourself the more you're able to speak up for other people the more you're able to stand up for whatever you um believe is right so yeah that's so too many occasions i think i think it's a real mood <laughs> like <laughs> yeah I'm like whew, that is an yeah. open question yeah yeah <laughs> Wobby in chat says he's also like that when friends treat themselves like trash I will pitchfork them until they love themselves I mean good luck with that Wobby <laughs> I mean but good I get that you. like I get, I get it that. But <laughs> I try that with Monica doesn't, and, and doesn't how well work. does it work not it doesn't at all work. exactly but I yell at you so it goes in a little bit better it doesn't sink in at all I will tell you quite frankly <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I appreciate the try and all, but yeah. I, I thought it worked a little bit better because I yelled. The sandwich was great. I mean, the oh. sandwich yell was really great. So yeah, that's that's the question. Do you want one more that we both Do answer? Yeah, okay. So the question for both of us is... Oh, this is a nice one. What does the ideal weekend look like for you? Ideal weekend? Hmm. My ideal weekend looks like going for a walk in nature, um, a hike or beside the sea or on the beach or somewhere outside, somewhere that's not just walking through my village, um, preferably a hike, maybe somewhere with a little bit of a drive. So there's a road trip in there as well, where we can have good music on the drive. And we have a, like a picnic lunch and... Um, then we come home and we have Indian food as well. I mean, mood. Uh, right. 
um, either like out or we get takeout and bring it home um, and then have a couple drinks while watching a movie and the rest of the weekend would look like video games and reading and coffee and yeah lots of coffee lots of good food maybe a visit to a farmer's market um yeah that's that's probably what my ideal weekend looks like even better if we can have like an overnight somewhere that has really good indian food yeah i mean the key in this entire weekend is the indian food (laughs) the indian food and the walk like the hike that Mm. would be ideal maybe sex would also fit in there probably and not understanding me, but I don't. <laughs> how this doesn't trigger... How this doesn't even... Didn't even register on my radar. Um, okay. My perfect weekend. My perfect weekend. And I know that's not a weekend that can happen like every weekend. My perfect weekend is definitely... Has people in it. Like... People that I want to meet, meeting up with friends, hanging out, um, doing like chatting and and maybe playing games together and eating food together, maybe making food together. I mean, I also am totally down when somebody wants to make food for me. That's like even better (laughs) in general. Just good food, good company and some entertainment for that matter and it doesn't necessarily have to be at home i'd rather prefer it to not be at home um just because it like i'm always fucking at home and (laughs) so it's about it's visiting someone somewhere and then spending a good having a good time together um that's mainly what i would love to do on the weekend if i for myself on a regular weekend, it's definitely also. Nah, I I wouldn't even say it's only because I feel like I, again I feel like I'm at home all the time, and even when I try to make my day great, it's not going to go great. So it's I I need that kind of extra that that, that feeling that I've done something. So yeah, but you know, for me, I feel more and I, and I noticed that like just when we were had the ten year anniversary and we just went to this hotel stayed there for the night didn't do shit all but that for me was already way better than doing the same shit all at home if you know what i mean Mm -hmm. just uh, and i'm not one person who does things all the time like who 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 is super repetitive like even when i travel for me i don't travel for the cities or whatever anymore and when i've been there once i like super quickly lose interest so i need more different kinds of things to keep me entertained and for that that for me is people too like people Mm -hmm. are always different so the place is also irrelevant um but it needs to be something something else that is not the same as always yeah stimulating yeah doesn't even need to stimulate me i was in a food coma on that 10 year anniversary we were just lying there and couldn't move but it was great but you were in a food coma coma in somewhere that wasn't the regular exactly so it stimulated you in other ways yes. as did all the food stimulated your tongue exactly and your belly i mean that that for sure yeah yeah that's 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 my great weekend yeah i love a good weekend but that's it that's that, it that were the deep questions I think it was great. 
I think it was good. We we got a little bit vulnerable. Not yeah. too bad. Not not too vulnerable. I mean, you coped out most of them. <laughs> I didn't. I was honest for most of them. Yeah, it's fine. No, it's 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 totally fine. <laughs> um, yeah, we can do that more often. If we've done it a year ago, that's too long. It was way too long. Yeah, we'll have to. I'll have to see if there's more of those questions. More of those. Um, I mean, parts. we have an entire package of that of those. So I suppose we can still do this a few more times without getting duplicates. Even though I don't really, I wouldn't remember next time which ones we had. I already don't remember which ones we had. That's true. So yeah, cool beans. So thank you so much for this great episode. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah, thanks for letting us get vulnerable and deep and shit. <laughs> we will see you again next week for another amazing episode of Geek Herring. Bye! If you like this episode of Geek Caring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geek Caring and over on geekcaring.com. 